0: Hey, what's up? What's up, everybody? It's your boy Slizzy, and I got my guy, Mister Mookie Mitchell, State of the New York Knicks podcast episode twenty-seven. Mitch, how you doing, buddy? Hey, hey,
1: hey, going there, Slizzy? Going well over here in Australia, bro?
0: Oh man, I- I'm all right, man. I'm just <laughs> watching terrible point guard play once again. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, I'm feeling good, man. How you over there, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, doing well, bro, doing well. I'm actually recording the game at the moment, so I'm going to catch it later. But, uh, yeah, from from what you've been saying and from comments I've noticed, uh, I guess Moody A is having another terrible game.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) All right, we we, we, – me and Mitchell, me and Mr. Um, Mookie Mitchell, everybody, right? We was going to start off this podcast talking about Frank Nicolina. But obviously, we got right into it. <laughs> we are talking about <laughs> <laughs> But I guess we could drag Frank Nicolina right into it. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Moutier is having a very, you know, typical Moutier game. Um, driving into the paint with a bunch of people in the paint. You know, just not passing the ball when – He's supposed to be. He shoots when he's not supposed to. It's like he passes the ball when he's not supposed to. Like I, I can't get him as a player, and I couldn't. Yeah, I can't. yeah.
1: <laughs> but let's. He can't even find topic. Mitchell for a lob, bro. What'd you say, bro? He he can't even find Mitchell for a lob, oh bro. Oh my god!
0: For that, for weeks, man. For weeks, man. <laughs> well, let's get right into it, bro. Frank Nicolina. Um, yeah, the floor is yours. I want to know how do you how do you feel about him? How you feel about this season about him? Um, what you think his future holds, man?
1: Okay, well with old Frankie there, um, oh, I actually like him. Um, I know I know he's got his uh, doubters out there, as we see on a lot of Nick's pages and uh, and a lot of uh, analysts talk about him and stuff like that when it comes to the offensive side of his game. Um, I don't I'd, obviously this year with his injuries he hasn't had a lot of time to really you know train or focus on that side of the game um, which is a bit of a shame unfortunately um, but the, I mean injuries happen to the best of them um, can take you down for X amount of games can take you out for a season even um, but yeah he, he's definitely had trouble this year obviously with his groin playing up recently again and and stuff but um Look, I like him defensive-wise. Um, yeah, me too. I mean, me too. If, he, if if he has one skill on the offense that I'm really happy with, it, it's his passing ability. Like, he, he does know how to find the open man. I have seen him th- th- throw some wicked-ass passes, too, to people. And, and oh, you know, um, he, he sees the floor a hell of a lot better than Moutier when, when it pertains oh, to that.
0: It's, it's a clear contrast, clear differences in – play styles when Frank is in the game exactly when in the game. Quick note to Frank Nicolina with last year was number one in pick and roll defense, but continue.
1: <laughs> yeah and on. um <laughs> with, with with um I mean with just with his pure length um you know he, he can defend what one one to three um and 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 that's probably the best part of his game is his is his all round defense. Um I mean he stays locked in on that end. Um you know, he 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 can stop people from scoring, which which is good. Yeah. Um, you know, so I think he just needs a bit more time. I'd love to see him play. Like, I know I know it's hard to try and hope for, you can hope for someone to play a complete season. I'd like to see him play like a fair whack of the season, so we can yeah. get a better gist. You know, um, it's like he's cursed a little bit. Like, like
0: I remember a game he, where he had. I think it was against Orlando Magic earlier this season. But I, I can't remember. I remember he had about 17. I, I remember he had 17 points and six assists, I believe. And he fouls out in the third quarter right before he could score 20 points. And it's just, you know, every time he's having a good game, either he fouls out, he gets into foul trouble. Um, it's just so unfortunate, man, when he's getting into a rhythm. He gets hurt. Um, I feel like this season was a lost season. You know, I like the same thing too on offense. His passing ability is great. His vision is, is superb. He uh his offense still hasn't come around yet. He's career lows all across the board. Um, I kinda blame that with Fizdale playing him with Anus cancer earlier this season. The reason why a lot of his numbers plummeted. Um I contribute a lot of the defensive numbers bad from earlier this season with directly towards K Can- Anus Cannon. I'm sorry, buddy. Love you, buddy. Um but overall I feel like he's a good player. Um I don't how you I don't know bro. I don't see him I can't see him pass this season, man. I don't see him here next season, man, if we sign oh, oh. and I, I don't know where we're gonna go, bro.
1: Well, I just wanted to throw this to, uh, throw this out there. His, his offensive production, or lack thereof, it, obviously has been alarming. Um, well, a total of like 319, 320 players have attempted at least 200 field goals during the season. Um, and of those 320 or so players, Nidilkina was the only player in the league to post an effective field goal percentage below 40%. <laughs> his, oh my God, uh, that's
0: terrible, man.
1: Yeah his per rebound and assist rate also dipped this year. Um per basketball reference Frank is just fourth player in the NBA history to attempt more than 700 shots over his first two NBA seasons yet shoots below 36% from the floor. I mean that that's not a good number and and uh, yeah to to shot no, I mean, yeah. I, I I think it's just
0: I think it's just confidence man. I think it's just you know it's just unfortunate every time he's doing good he gets hurt man think it's a curse man i i'm i'm just hoping to see him here next season i really want him here um he's a good player to me man i'm a huge huge frank nicolina fan
1: um yeah I and mean, he he added 15 p- pounds of muscle oh, last yeah. summer
0: he looked, um, definitely looks taller uh, and bigger
1: yeah yeah, I think the thing he needs to do on offense is is be more aggressive, take a more aggressive approach. Yeah, I
0: agree. I agree. Trying to get into the try to get to the basket more, just too assertive at times. Um, just become more
1: aggressive. Yeah,
0: and yeah. He'll break out of it, you know. Um.
1: I'm just I'm just worried, though, like, if we g- give up on him too easy, is he going to be one of these players that might bite us, like we've seen in the past, teams give up on too soon, and then they go be All-Stars somewhere else, um, you know? I agree with
0: you. Think of the Lakers, for example, with D'Angelo Russell, you know? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a lot of, you know, I, we, us as Knicks fans, we always fear about that, you know, when they traded every, the whole house for Melo. Um, I was kind of mad at it, but luckily, you know, Gallinari, Wilson Chandler, and all those guys, their careers was just – they was really role players, so it doesn't hurt as much. But um, I think yeah. this time around is just different. The fans now, we all put in a lot of stock into Kevin Knox, Mitchell Robinson, and Trey. So um, I think it's just different, man. Exactly. I think it's just different. Hopefully um, – I hope Frank Nicolina's is here next season, man. Um, but, you know, things happen, man. Um next topic. Uh we spoke about Frank. Um let's talk about the changes you would like to see to the roster. Um I want to, you know, I want you to give like a little summary of what would you like to see this summer changes to this roster? What would you like to see?
1: Okay. Uh, changes wise, okay, because we're coming up into the off season, coming up to draft, we're coming up to free agency. Um, we're also coming up to teams opening up, maybe to trade a, a superstar or whatever to to move up in the draft or for whatever reason. Um, so I've been I've been checking like the free agency list out and stuff like that, and um, obviously you've got your top guys at the top of the list. Um, Oh, I did like like I did say to you earlier I said to a few people earlier that the only three big free agent names, uh and I'm just thinking realistically here that I, I would be ruling a line through uh for various reasons, uh would be Clay Thompson, um obvious I don't see him leaving Golden State. Um oh, I think they're gonna be Yeah, they're, going to, they're going much to match gonna they're gonna him He's gonna
0: get maxed up, for sure. Yeah. For sure, for sure.
1: Um Kawhi Lennon, I, I really believe, is either going to stay where he is or he's going to end up going to I the agree. Clippers. Um, and the other the other guy is, is, is um, as much as I'd love him to come home, is Kemba Walker. I mean, he seems settled in Charlotte. He seems to love it there. Uh, Jordan seems to love him. So I, I really believe they're going to max, max yeah. him out. Yeah. Um. So apart from those three guys, I mean, we 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 give ourselves, you know, a reasonable chance at, at guys like Kevin Durant, at uh, Kyrie Irving. I I still think he's leaving Boston. Yeah, I do too. Uh, obviously, I, 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 I can't I can't say if he's going to sign with us. Can't say if he's going to sign with Brooklyn or or wherever. But I, I just get this feeling he's going to leave because
0: I got a secret team for you in free agency. And I, I noticed it yeah. in my 2K. Shout-outs to 2K. But I noticed it a lot. The Utah Jazz. Nobody speaks about the Utah Jazz. They might want to put yeah, a point yeah. guard next to um Donovan Mitchell. So don't be surprised if they could exactly. grab a Kimball Walker or Kyrie Irving. I, I would not be surprised. But continue.
1: Um. Yeah, I, I've got to agree there. They're, they're a very underrated team. And I think a lot of, a lot of players around the league uh like Donovan. Uh, oh, oh, um so that's, Oh, that.
0: man. He's oh, – I don't even like talking about him because Phil Jackson was supposed to pick him. But <laughs> continue. Oh, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> I,
1: I, mate, I, 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 I'm like yourself. I, I've had dreams myself since then of him in a Knicks jersey, and I'm just thinking, what if? Oh, what man. if? What, what, oh, <laughs> my goodness.
0: Puzzingis would have never asked for a trade. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. That's for yeah. sure, but –
1: um, but other, other guys I'm looking at too outside, obviously, the bigger names, I'm looking at, um, you know, the the Aminus, uh, uh, Jeff Green, uh, Julius Randall. Um, I've even contemplated only because I've been hearing a little bit of talk about it recently. I think I mentioned it to you earlier. Um, if the if Nets are so uh, – if they are focusing – on Kyrie and they managed to get Kyrie, I, I, I would like to see us sneak in and, and oh, take their current yeah, point guard off their hand.
0: Think about it like this. Imagine if they jumped the gun and D'Angelo hears about it and he say, look, man, I don't want to resign here. You know, you got to take care of your players first. That, that's why I love Fizdale, yep. man. Fizdale, prime example today, right? We're playing the Orlando Magic. Guess who Fizzdale starts? mario hazonia guess what old team you play for it's Orlando magic so you can see the players coach right in front of your eyes you can see you can see the team when somebody gets a block everybody stands up the team is just so together you see it on instagram the other night when everybody which wished mitchell robinson a 21st birthday oh my god that kid is a stud but Everybody wished them happy birthday, and you could see the camaraderie around in the locker room. And you see these guys like playing together. You see Fizdale as a player's coach. Oh, some names, yeah. That you wrote down, yeah, and you sent to me earlier. You said Patrick Beverly, Amino, Jeff Green, Bobby Portis. I never thought about Aminu, but Amino is a Fizdale guy. If he's talking positionless basketball was one of those plug in, you plug him in for like a good ten, fifteen minutes, you know, here and there. Cause I think um when you go down to it, it's all about death. And I think the Knicks would love to yeah. have some death. Um, I think Emino, Beverly, guys like Jeff Green, um, you know, those guys at the end of the bench guys, you know, low minutes, but they still good veterans to have in your locker room. Um I
1: Exactly, I, I a couple
0: people asking for Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris. Look, I don't mind Chris Middleton, Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler. I don't mind none of them as long as KD is here first before any one of them. KD's here, we exactly. you can grab anybody you want because I'm, I'm exactly. extremely excited for this this little call that we have, man. I know I keep saying it to you, man, and I I, I write in our group all the time. Look, man. This call is one of the, I'm not going to, this, I'm sound very optimistic when I say this, but I really think we have the best young call going forward. If you, if the Knicks could just get this draft pick right, this 2019 draft pick must go our way.
1: Exactly, exactly. And and out of, out of the two New York teams, just, and this is just my opinion, but I, I believe we've got a better young core than the Nets. I, I think the Nets, outside of, of obviously uh, D'Angelo and Jared Allen, they, they've got very good players there, but I, I don't really see, you know, I mean, sort of big, big, sort I of. He he's good and he's he's another one too that that's um I've I've really felt for him too because of his oh, his yeah, injury bug yeah. that he's had, yeah, you know. And Me too. Another player who can be very good. Um I mean Hollis Jefferson, he's good um and and that, but again, I don't see him being anything like, say, Mitch or, or Knox or <laughs> <laughs> even Trier for that matter, you know, like not not in the same light. Um and yeah, they've got some good vets there. They've got a good team, the the Nets. But I, I just think, looking at on paper, at, at, you know, you run down the names of both the Knicks and the Nets. And I just think the younger guys on the Knicks have a bit more potential. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I love Knox. Uh, I love Trier. Uh, you know, every everybody. I mean, you can't not like Mitchell Robinson. Uh, I, I I see him one day uh, being easy a top top three center in I, this league, I, um, I, I'll go even you know. further
0: than that I see him as a hall of famer man I, I see his his oh, yeah. defense man it's listen bro if we was to get if the NBA was to bless us with Zion Williamson man for the next 10 years you're not gonna want to
1: come into the garden
0: <laughs> oh, um, not.
1: No. and 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 another thing we, if we get him and team him with Mitch, good luck getting to the paint. Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> good luck. Good luck. I, um, now, Well, we spoke about the free agency, you know. We both agree on, you know, certain guys. So going from free agency, right, you hear Fisdale preaching positionless basketball, and you see how this season our team is last. Actually, this season in off-ball cuts, off-ball screens, we rank last. Um, I want to know what kind of offense would you want us to run? Hypothetically speaking, let's say if we do get a Kevin Durant or we do get a Zion Williamson, and Fisdale's preaching positionless basketball, how would you like to see that run? For 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 me, I just think the the whole. Whoever grabs the rebound, go on the fast break. Just take the ball, go. Take the ball and go. Um, how do you see that transpiring? Yeah.
1: Well, i have to agree there, too. Um, I also think with, uh, with Fizz preaching positionless basketball, and, and we've talked about this before, you could move Kevin Durant to shooting guard. You could move have him small forward. You could play him for a little while at power forward. You know he, he obviously doesn't like he playing does power forward. Like that's my thing.
0: I, I wonder to know: Would you think Kevin Durant would be open to play shooting guard?
1: I think he could be. Um, you know, in, in in spurts. You know, like uh, depending on the lineup. I guess you, you have to look at the lineup you're going up against and and sort of. Uh, Put your starting roster out, you know, after the, after doing your research mm-hmm. on that. Um I think he would be. I, again I don't know I couldn't say if he'd be up to it like on a full time basis, but definitely say during games you could you could change it up, you know, at certain points throughout the game, like um run him at shooting guard, have knocks at oh, small man. forward. That's, that's the line, and so of, powerful,
0: that line of soul powerful. If we got design of powerful. You know. <laughs> um
1: because at the end of the day when i mean you could you could pretty much say to kevin uh, Durant, look we're going to put you at shooting guard for say we'll, we'll run you there for say 10 minutes or so um and and if say if the other shooting guards like i've seen chris middleton play shooting guard and he's that that would be another tall lanky yeah, shooting that guard that would match up exactly exactly and so if you put Durant, say on on a shooting guard of, of middleton size it, the matchup would be more balanced. It would work, you know, a lot better than say having having someone say Dennis oh. Smith's size, you know, <laughs> trying to defend against Chris oh, Middleton, yeah. you know, like. Um. So I. I, I mean, it, it, the whole league really is that's that's why I love Fizz's philosophy on the was basketball because that's the way the league's going. That and three point shooting. Um. Yeah. So, you know, you you could work it that way. Um, you know, I have even I think I've even seen the Warriors like I don't think it, it was for too long, but they've even had him play centre there, like at times. Yeah. You know, I've they've had Draymond even move into centre, like. Um, so I mean, you know, obviously he doesn't have a problem moving around uh, since he's been at Golden State. He he's um since he's got to Golden State, you know, he's he's obviously Played a lot differently than what he had to play in OKC, where he was pretty much the number one option most of the time, or fighting with Russell to be the number one option, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. So he's kind of he's kind of learnt, I guess, the positionless more so since he's been at Golden State. So I think he'd be quite all right. Sort of, you know, as long as he's getting the ball, he's getting his shots. Yeah. You know, I, I think he'd be quite satisfied. Like, I, yeah, I mean. I suppose it depends on the way you perceive Katie. I'd I, I more see him as a cool cat than most people, yeah. but that's just me. Um,
0: <laughs> you know the one thing about the Knicks, people don't talk about Kevin Durant doesn't really... He, he responds to the media, but he doesn't really like the media. But the one thing people yeah. don't know is... Well, a lot of people know, but James Dolan... If Kevin Durant was to go to James Dolan and tell... James Dolan. Look, I don't want this media guy here, him and him. You know what James Dolan gonna do? He's gonna bar all of them <laughs> from coming to any interview. Yes. Yeah. it's just certain things like like I said before, said to you before in the last podcast, you never heard a superstar player from the Knicks talk bad about James Dolan because James Dolan always does right by his superstars. And
1: Oh yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, like, and Charles Barkley talk about that. That's why. I'm, what you about to say, bro?
1: I was going to say that. That's why I always like to tell people who sit there and say, "Oh, James Dolan, he's he's the worst owner in the league," and that. And then I turn around and say something like, "Have you seen or heard of Robert Sarver, the Phoenix oh Suns my,
0: owner?" Oh my! Bro, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. Let me tell you right now, bro. I was having an argument, right? The Suns don't they, – they, this is my main reason why the Suns don't deserve another number one pick. You guys, just like the Lakers, you got blessed. Five to six years straight with countless lottery picks. And you mean to tell me only Devin Booker developed? After Dragon Bender, yeah. dud. Marquise Chris, dud. Josh Jackson, kind of a dud. I don't know about their player development over there. So I don't know what they going, what they got going on yeah. over there. DeAndre Ayton is a stud. Don't get me wrong, but everybody who got eyes would have drafted Luka Doncic. Even I would have drafted Luka Doncic first. I think yeah. the play, though, was Luka didn't want to go to Phoenix because they horrible organization and how horribly they ran. Um,
1: exactly, so, exactly. Yay. And then the one player on there. I was going to say, the one player on their roster I feel really sorry for that got sent there um, is Mikhail Bridges because he's not developing – they're not developing how he should be.
0: at all. At all.
1: And it's a shame.
0: At all. I, I hope Scott Perry, a.k.a. Ninja P, I don't know if you watch the Nick of Time show on YouTube, bro. I need you to go watch that. With, with, with these guys, Jay Ellison and those guys, they're very good. But he nicknamed Scott Perry, Ninja P. <laughs> so I'm going to salute him for that. <laughs> he nicknamed him Ninja P for all the trades he's been doing and so far. So if Ninja P can find a way to get us another draft pick in this year's draft, he's the GOAT. Oh, remember when we were talking about draft guys too? I got a name for you, too. I just want to throw this name out there, so I want you to look him up. Jalen Laquay. Laquay. His nickname is Baby Russell Westbrook, right? He's turning 19 this year. He's in his fifth year in high school. So he's trying to reclassify for this year's draft. Hopefully they can allow him to go into the draft. Now, this is another guy who nobody knows about. Scott Perry probably looking plays for right? NC State, huh? doesn't
1: he? He plays for NC State. No,
0: he's supposed to go to NC State next season, and ah, I cool, cool. I think he's trying to get into the draft, so I'm hoping Scott Perry could sneak in, and, and you know, we can get us another gem, a diamond in the rough. I'm, I'm, I hope
1: so, but it could, um, yeah, it could work out to be another Trier or Mitchell Robinson in that line oh, Anyway, yes,
0: yes. Lastly. I want to know, what's your grade for Scott Perry? After hearing this tragic Porzingis story, we're not going, we don't really need to get into details about it or whatnot, and after hearing about this Porzingis story and the the timeline of the events, do this trade look even better than what it was at that moment in time?
1: I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And um, as you know, I'm i I'm a huge Scott Perry fan. Um, I've followed his career since, you know, all the way back in Seattle when he drafted KD in Westbrook, or was a part of the yeah, team that Jeff drafted KD that in Westbrook. Um, he's got a, a great track record in my opinion. Um, uh, And you know he proved that last year with with how he drafted last year and and then finding Trier, the yeah. undrafted yep. yeah and bring him in i think he's he's just got a pure eye for talent and i've always said that with scott perry um you know he's he has to be in my opinion one of the top executives in in the league and he has been you know quietly for a, for a long time um you know, he'd be right up there with guys like Danny Ainge and, you know, guys like that. So, um, for, for the season and everything so far, I'd have to give – just me, I'd have to give him a real solid B+. plus. Um, <laughs> funny, I gave plus with,
0: too. I, know. I didn't want to be a homer and give him an A. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah as I said, I, I'd be borderlining on on the A. Um, But, yeah, like, I mean, he, he nails this draft, which, which – you know, I'm quite confident he will. I, I'm I'm that confident in his his abilities that I I personally believe he is going to find a way to to get a second first round pick, um, because it's Scott Perry. Yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 you know, there's no there's no other way to say it. You know, like that. Why I compare him to Danny Ainge is is in the sense like both both those guys they are just so good at not only uh, at drafting talent and finding talent. But they 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 really do well in yeah. trades. Like Hell you know, yeah. um, they yeah. they don't back down. They 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 make sure they're getting the best deal. Um, you know, I'm quite sure when he was going through uh, again with the poor Zingas deal, he, he was looking to get the best return and a return that was gonna was gonna help our franchise not just now but obviously leading forward. Um, as I said, he, he's, he's the best GM we've, we've had in in a long time, and, and I've got the utmost confidence in, in him, for sure. Yeah,
0: man. Um, me too. I agree with you. I gave him a B-plus as well. Um, Scott Perry's such yeah. a blessing. Um, we just didn't need no dark cloud hanging over our franchise in one of the most important, or if not the most important offseason in Knicks history. And... I, I, yeah. I appreciate Scott Perry. I appreciate the job he's doing. Um Porzingis, shout out to you. I hope you get through your endeavors and and, and whatnot. Um but overall I'm happy. I think this weekend, our next fire, our next episode together, I think we gotta do our college sleeper picks for the Knicks. I oh, yeah. We do yes. Five each. So this weekend, we got to come out with that next. We got to do that. Oh, yeah. So,
1: and I, I'd just like to add to with, with, with Perry, yeah. um, you know, for those listening um, that have doubts about him, well, look at how Sacramento was for so many years just at the bottom, doing nothing, bad management, bad oh, yeah. everything. Everything was bad about him. They brought him in, and he completely turned that franchise around. Like that's that's another reason why I have you know all the confidence in the world in him. You know, I mean, he he drafted a guy like De'Aaron Fox. He traded and got in Buddy Hield. You know, he 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 tra- uh, drafted Harry Giles, who who's going to well, be, gonna be a you know thug. something good. Yeah, he's going yeah, to
0: be a star.
1: Um, and he completely you know taught Vladi and that and and the people over there how you know to go about things, how oh, to okay. run. Their team, so their team can be more consistent. They can be looked at as not a laughing stock anymore. That's what he's going to do here with us. Um, that's what he's going to do with. Me. He's he's with Fizdale, trying to build this new culture. Uh, Try and trying to, you know, let free agents know. Look, this isn't the old Knicks. We aren't doing the things that we used to do here. I'm in charge now, and this is how we're going to do things. I even think he's teaching Steve Mills new yeah, tricks. You know, like. I agree. Ooh. He's just—he's just he's that—that just that good of a GM, and um, I don't think anyone should doubt him. Like he—he's made the right choices for our team so far, and I think he's going to continue to make the right choice. I personally think he's going to blow all the fans away come this draft. I, I just think he's—he's he's got surprises oh, up his man. sleeve that he's just going to blow—blow <laughs> yeah, everyone yes, away. I agree.
0: Yes, I agree. That was the last joint. You know, my man, Mr. Mookie Mitchell had to tell y'all people, don't be worried about Scott Perry. He's gonna do a great job. Mr. Mookie Mitchell, my guy, Mr. Mitchell, I appreciate you, man. My co host for the State of the New York Knicks podcast. I appreciate having my guy today. I appreciate everybody's tuned in and listening to us speak. I appreciate it, man. We coming with another podcast this weekend. I'm definitely – I love the people who tunes in to us, man. love the feedback. And um, Mitch – Mr. Mookie Mitch, man, you got anything else you want to say to people before we get out of here?
1: Yeah, I just appreciate everybody listening. I appreciate appreciate uh, coming on the podcast and uh, giving everyone my opinion and views. And I'll catch you all next time, All right,
0: eh? man. That was my guy, Mookie Mitch from the down under. <laughs> and it's your boy, Lizzie. <laughs> And we out. Peace.